You're listening to the Biz Babes with Soul podcast with your host, Melody Spencer, a show where female entrepreneurs get radically honest about life and business. Today's episode is sponsored by Swiftly Social Digital Marketing. Swiftly Social helps people create a heart-centered digital marketing and Facebook ads strategy that gets you results. For a free video tutorial on how to grow your Facebook following by 10,000 or more, visit swiftlysocial.com. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Biz Babes with Soul. I'm your host, Melody Spencer, and I'm so excited to have my friend Shannon Bush all the way from Australia here to talk about her business. She is a business liberator, which I love that title, (laughs) and she's just super fun. So you guys are going to love getting to know her. So welcome, Shannon. Thank you, Melody. Thank you so much for having me. And yes, yes, we were just saying before we started the show, it's we are on opposite sides of the world. So I'm coming to you from Perth in Western Australia. Which I've heard is beautiful. I've never made it to it Australia, is. but it's on my list. Yeah, you must come. I speak to so many people in the US and they, they often say that it's on my list. It's a long way. It <laughs> is. That's what's held me back is it mm. takes like 30 plus hours to get there and then it's so expensive so yeah hopefully one day (laughs) good well yeah I think from what I know of you you're going to have a lot of Aussies to catch up with when you do come so that's a good thing to remember I know I do in the past year and a half I have met and made friends with so many Aussies and I'm like, oh, that's well, I just live in Australia because this seems like a good I know. place. <laughs> I know, it is a good place. But, but also how amazing that we can be on other sides of the world and having a great conversation like this and just sharing about things that we, we both love in business. Yeah. So yeah. tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and yeah. all that. Thank you. So as you said, my name is Shannon Bush and I started my business Creative Possibility uh, in 2009. So I'm um, really actually was a little bit earlier than that, but I'm, I'm really in my sort of, I guess, 11, 12, 13 years, if you like, of yeah. being in business. And it's sort of, I started while I was still doing a full-time corporate thing, like a lot of people do. That's not oh. a new story. <laughs> uh, trying to work out how I was going to pull this together. But now, you know, a decade plus on and, and I am sitting in a position where I am so grateful to be able to work with business owners all over the world, both men and women, but I definitely have a, a leaning towards working more with women with some yeah. of my unique work. And it's not so much about a specific thing that I work with um, my business owners as clients on. It's it's about really looking at the what they are looking for and needing from a holistic point of view in their business. So we look at their their mindset, their relationship to money and abundance and other things that create wealth. Uh, marketing is a big thing, and I love marketing. Didn't realize when I started my business, I'd love it and go into study it and and um, mm-hmm. teach it. And then magnetism which is about how we attract and draw in the things that give us the opportunity to really showcase the best of who we are. So it's you, it's that what, how do we attract rather than feeling like we're always going out there and, you know, almost begging <laughs> for yeah. opportunities for people to come our way. It's, it's creates what I call a lean-in effect where, where people are drawn to you rather than you feeling like there's no one ever listening and paying attention to anything that you're putting out there in the world. Yeah, that's incredible because, I mean, I'm sure you understand. I feel like there's a thousand coaches and they all have different techniques 
And they're all telling you their way is the best way. And you just need to buy this course for $1.99 and work with them. And it's just, I mean, I've been doing marketing for 10 years and I've been working for myself for six years. And even six years ago, it was not like this. No, no, I agree with you. And it's not, as you said, here we are opposite sides of the world having the conversation about the same thing. This is, uh, this glut of coaches for want of a better word. There are so many everywhere and it's a, I find such an overused word mm. and so many, yeah, empty promises out there and, and the buy this, do that, you know, buy, and it's the same um, techniques are used here in Australia and other places where I'm working with clients in different parts of the world as and I see the same being used across the US and it's, it's not techniques that I'm finding that the business owners that I'm working with are responding to. They're, they're tired of hearing the same old, buy this, do that, this is, my, this is the best thing ever, you must have my course or, and some of the scarcity things that are taught around, if you don't do this now, you'll be a failure and all that horrible, horrible language. Yeah, and, you know, since I'm a marketer and you've studied marketing, I mm. have realised that I really hate the whole trend of funnels and mm. all that in marketing. Like it, I think it worked six years ago, but yes. now everybody is doing it and it's just gross. It just feels just not good because everyone's saying, Oh, like this is going to go up in price in 10 minutes and yeah. got to buy it now. And it's going to make you 10 X your revenue. And it's just, I'm over it. I'm so over yes, it. Yes. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> it's all those examples and the many more that are probably bumbling through your brain, certainly mine and anyone who's listening are what I call repulsion marketing. Mm-hmm. It's that stuff that happens that literally pushes people away. It repels them from you. And that's the opposite to having a beautiful magnetic brand and being able to magnetically market who you are, what you do, and to really be able to deliver on the promises and the benefits that your ideal clients are looking for. Mm -hmm. Because everyone who's out there looking for our services, they know what they're looking for to a point. Sometimes they might have a bit of confusion, but they get a sense of the benefit they want to receive. Most definitely. And that's something that I see is missing and why I'm very passionate about teaching it as one part of of the way that I work with with clients in both, you know, my coaching services and also my programs as well. So how did you get into this world of being a business (laughs) business and teaching people and mentoring people and just helping business owners be better? I uh, have a a story that, you know, I did some work with a coach of my own a few years ago just to explore my brand story and to really understand, well, yeah, why did I uh, end up in business? Why was I attracted to being in business? And it's not something we tend to think about when we first start, is it? (laughs) It's something down the track. Um, And uh, I was able to really connect with some beautiful parts of my background that I hadn't ignored, but I hadn't really understood the, the, I guess, the power and the importance of them in my why. Uh, I grew up in a family environment where there was a lot of small business owners. So that that was familiar to me uh, as much as, you know, you could grow up and you go and do some study and you end up, you know, getting a qualification, hopefully, mm-hmm. and you get a job. It was then where you could have your own business. Both my grandmothers were business owners. So as a young girl, 
that was just like, well, of course you grow up and you can have a business. I didn't question whether you could. I was so grateful for that. You know, I didn't have to reframe that mindset about whether it was possible because I saw my grandmothers both being very successful business owners. One was a serial entrepreneur. The other one was the good, you know, the matriarch in the family business. That was my dad's mom. And then my father was also um, had small business, a couple of different businesses, but ended up going back into being an employee when I was in my early teens. And I know, Melody, that he felt like he'd failed us as a family and let down his family in some regards, like as in his lineage, because his parents had run the successful business and he wasn't able to. There was lots of other things going on. And as he used to say to me in my early days of my business and stepping into this world of coaching and working with business owners and marketing and, and working, teaching them different ways, he'd say, there was no one like you when I was doing this. And I wish there had been because if there had been, maybe I'd been able to have found the right guidance and support and been able to learn what I didn't know, what I didn't even realize was possible in terms of marketing and promotion and the business finances and all the different moving parts of things that we have to have in place to create a successful business. So, I know some some of those stories triggered things in me when I was younger as in I got that it didn't have to be as hard as maybe my dad experienced. I also got that uh, there was a lot of opportunity available for us if we stepped into leading a business, whether that be a, as a sole, you know, solopreneur and by yourself or you want a big team and a big empire, didn't matter the, the, the size of it. And I know from those very early days, I saw that there was potential to do things differently in business and didn't realise I then go on and do lots of different types of study that had nothing to do with business. Mm-hmm. I started my career as a registered nurse. Oh, wow. I love people. <laughs> I, you know, I, I qualified counsellor and art therapist and I've done a lot of study in the area of psychology because I love human dynamics and human behaviour. And then, yeah, got to business and, and marketing and all the other parts of it and it's all come together and here I am. <laughs> That's amazing. But I think it really is all interconnected because, you know, I, yes. I nerd out about marketing and business, but... I also, I love reading about psychology. I love figuring out people's brains and like, I Mm. love taking personality tests and learning about like, like the Myers-Briggs and the Enneagram. And like, I'm just so nerdy like that. So I think it's the same kind of entrepreneurs are all the same kind of people a little bit. Like Mm. we all just very curious. Like, I just feel like we all kind of are passionate and want to figure people out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I find that the entrepreneurs that I meet from all over the world, they've got a really curious, inquisitive nature. They want to understand themselves, but they really want to understand other people as well. Mm-hmm. And that's irrelevant of whether they have a product business, a service business, and what it is that they actually deliver, you know, by means of what their business actually is and what they sell. They, you know, we just have this different level of fascination with humankind yeah. and it, ourselves and each other. So, yeah. yeah and I feel cool. like another thing that really sets entrepreneurs apart is that most of the ones that I know, most of the successful people that I follow and look up to, they all have some sort of morning practice and penchant yes. towards working on themselves. That's, that's a non-negotiable, mm-hmm. which I think is really interesting. Yeah, yeah, but it's a huge investment in, in yeah. self. Yeah. And I, I don't know whether you found this, uh, I imagine you have, and I certainly have frequently, that when people come to me and are seeking out my services, 
that they might talk about they want some help marketing their business they want some mm-hmm. help attracting the right clients they want some help you know with their sales process their conversions their pricing all the practical things about business and then they come to a point at some stage where they suddenly have a realization that a lot of the work we're doing is self-work, especially mm-hmm. personal development, personal brand, personal development, getting to know who they are. And they get quite surprised initially and then they go, oh, of course, this is the stuff I needed to work on. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm what's needed to, you know, needed to be sorted and understood so that I can do all the other things. But I've also noticed you have to be open to that personal change Mm. because I've worked with people before who they, they wanted to do the practical business stuff. And then when I was like, okay, you need to also work on mindset and, you know, your self-worth, they weren't ready to receive that. So you have to kind of be open to that first. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And not everybody is. (laughs) Everyone's, you know, doing their business journey in different ways and with Mm -hmm. different levels of of commitment, I guess, to that personal um, exploration of who they are. And I know for me, there was a big evolution in my work about uh, six or seven years ago when I took all of that psychology and counselling and therapy training and started to look at how I could actually use that in my business for the business clients and the business services that I was offering at the time. And that's when I uh, also reconnected with my love of archetypal psychology and looking at archetypes as a way to understand. So as you said earlier, we love to understand ourselves. We take all the tests, we do all the assessments, (laughs) trying to find out who we are and what we've got to offer. Um, And that led me to create my own profiling framework, which is just specifically for women in business. Mm. And uh, it's had a couple of different names, uh, but most recently it's it's come to be known in the last 18 odd months so as the Thrive Factor profiling framework. Mm. And it's now that is the uh, topic of or the, I guess, the theme focus of my new book that came out in January of 2019. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, very exciting. Um, and within that, it's I've shared or introduced the women that are reading it to 12 archetypes which make up the profiling framework. And in each of those, it provides insights into, well, how do we function and exist from a mindset, a marketing, a money and a magnetism perspective? Mm. How do we show up in the world? What are our strengths? What are our potential challenges? And what can we do with that to make things easier in business? Yeah, I'm going to have to read your book because that sounds great. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Very exciting. So for you, what has been one of your biggest challenges in business? One of my biggest challenges has most definitely been myself. So to to draw back to what we were already talking about, and it's it's that commitment to show up and to do that self-work. It takes a lot lot of effort, a lot of energy, a lot of investment, uh, it can be a really emotional ride to do that. And I think it's unless you have the right support, so the right, you know, guidance, the right um, support from family as well as professional support in terms of business peers or, you know, coach or a mentor, uh, it can be really tough to do that all on your own and to feel like you're ever getting anywhere. So, yeah, I mean, there's been ups and downs you know, just as it is for everyone leading a business, but I know me and getting to know me and accepting some of my challenges and seeing them, being able to flip them and see them as oh, learning opportunities rather than mistakes or failures. I think learning opportunities is a better way to put it. 
and uh, how what can I do with that has most definitely been some of the biggest challenge so yeah I completely feel you on that yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm always trying to figure myself out and deal with my own personal self-worth worth issues so I think that's a common story for female entrepreneurs for sure I agree yeah I agree with you definitely and I think one of the most important parts of that is acknowledging and recognizing that it is a common thing and that that doesn't mean that you have failed or that there's anything fundamentally wrong with you Mm -hmm. if you you know if you do recognize that you have challenges with your self-worth or your confidence that's okay I think that's part of being human (laughs) and business can bring up a whole lot of other things that really shines a light on the the areas where we feel not enough yep 100 (laughs) doesn't it (laughs) it's like a big spotlight (laughs) yeah uh, you can ignore those if you're not living with business all the time but once you're in your work all day every day it's like a big spotlight on those issues yes yes so much so (laughs) how do you kind of prepare for your day I mean I know it's early still there but do you have any kind of practice that gets you going uh I like to get up um relatively early um it's just it helps me to steer to to get myself organized uh I try to resist diving in and looking at social media or emails and things immediately and rather to spend some time just reflecting on the day ahead Uh, I'm not someone who necessarily does any formal um, meditation practice. I like to do a lot of visualization rather than, uh, you know, meditation practice of being quiet. Sometimes I'll do some drawing um, and create a mandala or something which helps me, really helps to center me and to just go, okay, well, let's let's look at what the day is all about. What sort of day do I want to have and putting some intention in the day. I'm a huge fan of EFT or tapping, so I mm, often yeah. do that. And, you know, so it might not be to tap away or to tap through a challenge or an issue. It might also be to tap in an intention. Uh, and I found that I do that most days as well. And that just helps me, yeah, to get ready and to get going. Um, by the nature of the, the structure of my weeks, I have lots of things on early in the mornings anyway I Mm -hmm. do some personal training a couple of days a week but that's really good for my mindset because I get up and I get in and I get to you know to training and I always find the days that I've done that I seem to have more energy and the I think it's you know we go to basic um anatomy and physiology it just gets the brain pumping you know you've got the oxygen moving around and you're getting out getting fresh air so that's always really helpful so there's yeah there's no one ritual that I do there's a Mm. lot of different things and I really I guess that the main thing that I do on a consistent basis is tuning into my intuition and my own wisdom about what I need right there in that moment and doing that yeah that's super important rigid yeah, but yeah, rather than being rigid about this is what I have to do, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I know sometimes when I set out a schedule and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do exactly this yes. every morning. If I don't do it, then I feel like a failure and it's just yeah. a spiral. Yes, it doesn't help, help the rest of the day, spiral. does it? <laughs> yeah, so you're right. Yeah. If you can be fluid and just say, what do I need today? Mm. What, what does my spirit need? What does my body need? What does my whole being need? And how can I show up the best for my clients and for myself? Yes. That's the best. It doesn't always happen. 
<laughs> no, no, that's right. And But I think, though, whether I don't know how you feel about this melody, but I know for me on those days where it doesn't happen, learning to just be okay with that mm-hmm. has been one of my greatest learnings mm-hmm. so that, yeah, we don't beat ourselves up. And as you said, the spiral of shame and all the different ways we can describe it, if we can avoid that, that is going to help us significantly in every part of our life and leading our business. It really is. So this is a question I haven't asked anybody yet, but I think it's one of my new questions. I'm interested. Have you read anything good lately? Oh, have I read anything good lately? Actually, you know what? I am just in the, the, the final stages of listening to an audio book. I love reading and I really am a traditional girl in terms of I love to flip pages of an uh-huh. actual book. Um, so, I, you, know, I, you know, I get the whole Kindle thing and I, my, book, my book went out on Kindle, but it, didn't, it you know, doesn't resonate with me. And I've tried audio books so many times and I have never been able to sustain listening to whole one, but I'm nearly through listening to Mich- uh, Michelle Obama's new book, <gasps> Coming. Oh, it's on my list. It's I have magic. the book. Oh. I, have, I have the book, but I, I yes. have so many other ones in front of it that I'm like, okay, yes. you're next. <laughs> I know. Well, it's, it's, it, was, um, it was sort of thrown at me by many different people, just kept saying they were listening or reading it. And I thought, you know, I love to, to learn about people and their lives. Again, we've already mentioned that. And so I thought, why not? Let's see. And it's just like chapter after chapter of fabulous story, this humor. I've cried. I've I've cheered. I've done all sorts of different <laughs> things. But really great learning about, again, just, just becoming uh, yourself. I, I think it's such a, a beautiful title for the book. Uh, allowing yourself to be who you are and to, you know, to face all of the different parts of you. Uh, it's been fabulous. So, yeah, definitely read, read it, you know, whenever you can. Yeah. So That's exciting. I mean, I've heard that from mm. probably hundreds of people, but yeah. apparently it's time to pick it up finally once I yes. finish my <laughs> Brene Brown book. So. Oh, okay. Which, which Brene Brown book are you reading at the I'm moment? I'm reading Rising Strong. Oh, fabulous. I have it. It's on my, again, it's on my bedside <laughs> table to read. I love Renee Brown's work. It's really, really good. It's, yeah. it's just what I need right now. And she has such a way of articulating like thoughts that I've had that I didn't know mm. how to put them together. So oh, isn't that fabulous. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Cool. So one final question that I love asking people, because yeah. I think everybody has a different answer. What does success look like for you? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. And I agree, it is very, very different for every one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, what does success look like for me? When I think about success, I actually draw it back to my my archetypes of my own Thrive Factor profile. And I've got four. So if I just, if, if you don't mind, I'll just. Yeah, no, I'm interested. Because that'll. Um, it just it did, most definitely is how I, I express who I am and, and is my success. So um, four of them in no particular order. So one of them is called mentor teacher. So that archetype is all about learning and about trusting wisdom. So from that perspective for me, success means that I am learning and I'm sharing what I'm learning and I am trusting my wisdom. So I'm actively choosing to pay attention to my intuition, to my wisdom and listening and using that. And when I do that, I feel freer, which talks to my liberator engineer archetype and her core value is all about freedom. So freedom for me from a success perspective is having enough time in my day to feel like I have ticked off the things I, you know, that are important to tick off. I've spent time just with myself looking after me. 
Uh, and that might be some of the practices we talked about earlier. It might be just having a nap. <laughs> you might be more time you know, resting, uh, time with my husband and, and uh, family and doing things like on the weekends or when the, the time and the weather allows, getting out. I do stand up paddle boarding. So getting out on my paddle Ooh, board. That's fun. That is I've meditation. That. Yeah. That is meditation for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, so that is success, having enough time to do that, having enough time and the, the financial means to travel and to travel with my work and also to travel and explore the world. So that's the liberator engineer archetype. The inspire believer is um, the third one I'll mention. And she's all about, um, acknowledging that she is an inspiration and that is one of the biggest things for an inspired believer to sit back and to go you know what yes I am the inspiration I wanted to be and to allow ourselves to to accept that and to celebrate it rather than feel maybe awkward about it or like you know that's too much ego in there Mm. Uh, it's not that at all and just to allow ourselves to be inspired by the world and when I pause and give myself enough time and you know to actually see what's around me and to embrace and get excited about it I am definitely more in what I call my effortless success zone and that's what success feels like to me it is allowing myself to be excited and to have fun and connect with amazing people and you know do interviews with people on the other side of the world like you (laughs) (laughs) good stuff like that and then the very last one is something um an archetype I call the visionary creator and for me that is about trusting the visions that I get and I'm not meaning that in a um a, you know an overly spiritual or an ungrounded way mm. I, I very clearly my intuition I can see what's possible and so trusting that for myself um and also one of the ways to do that is to spend time creating both mm. in an artistic way but also in in the means of the way I create in my business and when I let myself just do what I see and what is I know is possible, trusting all of those things, uh, I feel successful and there is no stopping me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody get out of the way because I'm, <laughs> I'm coming through. Look out, here comes Shannon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's having little bits of all of those things, working together and being gentle uh, with myself, celebrating mm-hmm. what I've accomplished and what I'm doing and celebrating others and being a role model. That to me is all definitions of success. Wow, that's that might be the best definition I've heard. It's so detailed. I love it. It is detailed. <laughs> it's a question I ask my clients a lot too. So I love that you asked that because I find people can struggle to to know what they're working towards achieving. And it's because they haven't stopped and paused to actually consider what that looks like. You know, what is that destination look like? Well, also, and I feel like it changes a little bit. Doesn't uh, it? Depending on where you are in your business. And yes where you are in life because I know you know three or four years ago I thought because I was listening to what everybody else was doing I thought okay success is six figures because that's the the number that everybody like touts that that's Mm. the holy grail the pinnacle isn't it six figures and that's bullshit (laughs) yes oh yes I love you said that you're so right (laughs) Well, I'm all about being real on this podcast and I will be honest, I have struggled in the past year because I kept running up against roadblocks of self-worth and just working with the wrong clients and I wasted a lot of time and a lot of money because I was trying to chase that six figures and I am so over it. I'm just, I'm over it. Good. So what are you doing different? There's the coach in me coming straight back at you. <laughs> what are you doing different? <laughs> um, my whole life is different right now. I, oh, wow. I'm 
blowing up everything. I mean, not not well, both a good bad way. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of figuring that out. I'm figure I am saying, okay, what do I actually love doing? Who do I actually love working with? I'm considering actually this. I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet, but I'm actually oh, wow. considering <laughs> um, going back to a full time job for a little bit. Just wow. um, I feel a little bit lonely. Mm. in my day-to-day business because I am alone all the time and that's that's a little I'm an I'm I'm sure you've done done the Myers-Briggs but I'm an INFJ so I'm very organized very focused but I'm also an introvert and that can be both good and bad Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And do you know what, Melody? Uh, That's one of the rarer types from the Myers-Briggs. And I am exactly the same. Oh, no, we get along. I know. Exactly. So there you go. And so I know know what you're saying. I'm listening, nodding, you know. (laughs) So I, on the the I and E spectrum, I'm in between. Mm. I am very much, it's all about energy for me. So I get my energy being alone. But I think I've almost been alone too much. Yes, yeah, um, that's so so possible to happen, isn't it? And I miss collaborating mm. with other people. Mm. So, mm. The, again, I haven't talked about this on the podcast, but whatever, here it goes. Um, yeah. <laughs> my my marriage is ending, so I'm finding myself suddenly single for the first time in yes. wow. 14 years. So I'm trying to figure out what I want, what, my, what that looks like for my business. Do I want to completely stop, which I don't. I love my business. Mm. But I'm also realizing I feel more pulled towards mentoring and writing and speaking rather than doing marketing for people. Fantastic. Well, that is a huge life change on many different levels. For oh, you, you have no it? idea. I oh, feel like both crying and cheering. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. And it's such a an interesting space to be in. And I think I can hear you really, you are listening to all of the different things, all the different possibilities <sighs> that have come forward, yeah? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing a lot of... Dreaming in. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a lot of self-work. So, mm. yeah, that that's a lot. So, it was, I wasn't trying to turn this into a coaching. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but this is it. When you have a conversation yeah. with someone who loves to to spend time with people you know in different ways and to to be curious I think Mm -hmm. it's you know I I think thank you for sharing (laughs) yeah I mean I was going to talk about it eventually on here anyway because it's not like it's not going to come up like yes yeah it's it's life life and business are intertwined so. Yeah, it's definitely, and and I I say that so often to people. It's you know if something's happening in our personal life that will impact our business in some way, and if something's happening in our business, it will impact our personal life. We, mm, it, and yeah. the, the sooner we learn and we can accept that and work with it rather than fight against either side, <laughs> um, again we can find so much greater harmony in what we're doing. So really? I I get the sense that you know where you're headed next. So, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. I think I think the opportunity that might be presenting itself to work full time mm-hmm. will be good and I'm not I'm not leaving my business. I'm just going to shift the direction and yeah. do it when in a different bent. way. Yeah. So. Yeah, Re- refine the model. Mm-hmm. Because I've kind of been doing the same thing for 6 years and yeah. It's a little, a little, I'm a little bored, I think. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And it can happen. Definitely. It's important that we can evolve ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. 
Interesting. Good. Well, good luck with that. I look forward to hearing um, hearing how that goes and, and um, reciprocating and having you on my podcast, Law of Effortlessness, in the future. And yeah. we'll wait a little while and see see what happens in the next few weeks for you. <laughs> we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Well, this has been so much fun, Shannon. I have loved talking to you. I feel like I found a kindred spirit yes, in all the same. things. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same. Thank you so much for having me on the on the podcast. I really yeah, appreciate it. Well, hopefully I can come to Perth and visit you since that's on my list. Yeah, one day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Until next time, we'll see you. Bye. Thank you for joining me for the Biz Babes with Soul podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. To learn more about me, Melody Spencer, and the show, please visit swiftlysocial.com.